rain has done damage to your roof recently, give Herringes a call now at 315-782-9129. Wet rooftops giving you problems? Call Herringes now, the roof people who always call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Little bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, hey, Live at Five. It's uh, a, I was going to say Wednesday, Tuesday edition of the Live at Five show. Right here on AM 12 Forte. Uh, we take phone calls. We talk about things that are going on in the world. And uh, we talk about horrible events that take place. Uh, I.E. what we talked about during the hotline show today little taste of that anyway uh, we kind of mix and match things trying to change it up from uh, one show to the other and all in anticipation of uh, the big the big judgment day tomorrow tomorrow is the judgment day uh, the, tomorrow is the welcome to the show tomorrow is uh, uh, judge McCluskey is going to uh, make a decision on um, well I'm one of my guess I don't know if this is gonna end or start tomorrow or whatever but uh, he will uh, decide on, uh, on this lawsuit by Miss Blevins. And even Jim Levin was asking me, well, when's that going to be? Is that going to be tomorrow morning in the afternoon? I have no idea. But it should be live. It should be like, you know, landing on, 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 on Mars, like in Capricorn 1. We should be there for this. It's a big, big moment. Someone's on the phone, and more than likely it's, it's someone that wants to be your, your council person. Let's make sure it's not the hang-up guy because we've had him out there. No, it looks like it's legit. Higher in the air. How are you doing today, sir? What's going on? Uh, I, I listened to you at noontime. You're talking about house fires? Yes. I don't think you were here then. No. But I was still in high school down at TI. And somewhere around Clayton area, maybe DePoeville, hmm. there was a fire. And there was five kids in the house. And the oldest a sibling was um, was babysitting. The parents had gone out. Sure. And... Um, and the house caught on fire, and four of the kids hmm. uh, burnt in the house. Awful. Remember hearing about that? No. What what decade are you thinking? It was about 73, hmm. 74. No. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. That's awful. Terrible. Anyhow, they said, I don't know if you know this or not, but I've done it myself when I was, when I was younger. The old fuse boxes. Yeah, um, yeah. People used to, uh, they burn a fuse out, would put a penny in there. Right. They got to buy another fuse. Right, right. And, and they say what started the fire, and again, I don't know for sure. They say what started the fire was they put a penny in there, hmm. and that shorted everything out and started the fire. Ugh. 
But you, I, I heard you at noontime talking about that. So what, to, what time of year? Just was it winter, summer? Oh, sir, I, I really yeah. don't recall. I think it was springtime. Springtime. Interesting. But I, w- I was probably, well, I'm 65 now. I was probably a freshman, sophomore hmm. in high school. Yeah, okay. Well, I graduated 75, so wherever that was. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, so 74. Another question. Yeah. The gentleman that called you today. Yeah. Who uh, was suspicious about his... Uh, Brother, sister-in-law, right? Killing his brother. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, she called yeah. him up and threatened him. Why didn't he go to the authorities about that? <sighs> you know, I I don't know why anyone does or doesn't do anything. Um, it, it's it's yeah, uh, that's enough to have happened. Yeah, well, you know? yeah, I mean, I I don't know why some things go noticed and other things go unnoticed, but um, I guess just not enough evidence that day. To, to, you know, to prove that, oh, you know, like in, in the case of arson, at least the way I see it, you know, there's typically accelerants, there's a motive, there's video of someone doing it, there's a smell of patrol, something. But in her case, she might have just said, eh, I'm just going to start this and no one's going to know any difference. And, she, you know, whether or not that happened, I don't know, because we can't get ourselves in any problems here. But it was well, weird that someone called him up that, you know, he did get that phone call. You're absolutely right. Weird. Yeah. yeah, very strange. I, I really enjoy listening to your show, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and have a good day. Yep, I don't know anything about the, the Clayton thing in Route 12. Maybe you do. You're on the air. Yeah, that was a good show, Glenn, this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. We had you. some good callers. Uh, I don't remember Mr. Gladel's uh, brother's fire. Well, the only the only reason why I know were about you, it... Were you here then? I was, yeah. Well, of course. Oh, it was really? It was 99. 1999. So I moved up here in 88, and, uh-huh. and uh, we moved in that general area like three years later. But the thing is, we, uh, we have mut- Sharon had a friend on that block. Actually, she had two friends that worked at AAA Travel. Right. And uh, that's how we found out about the fire, because it was about four years after the fire. They had a house party there. And I said, why is there a big open, you know, why, why is there an empty lot down the road? And they, that's when they explained everything to me. Yeah, if she called me with that threat, I think I would have done something myself. <sighs> I don't well, who, who do you, you're right, Glenn. You don't know. No. I mean, look at it this way. What if, what if Rich was wrong in speculating? Wouldn't you still get that phone call if he, if he was absolutely wrong? Keep your mouth shut? Because you're implicating the wrong, you know. Well, there seem to be some issues there. Yeah. <laughs> you you think? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. But there was a fire in the late. I think it was the late 60s, long before you were here. Sacred Heart Church. Yeah, yeah. You me- I don't know if you know about that. was a big fire here. On Valentine's Day, I believe, 1969, if I'm not mistaken. Right in that area. Yeah. That was a, one of the biggest fires we had in the city. Yeah, that was that awful. Took the whole church right into the ground, I believe. And, of course, who could forget, what is it, 1982, 83, 84, uh, Stone Street Church? And that whole incident there, uh, right near where Channel Seven is, behind the Key Bank building, there. Yes. Now, is yes. it is uh, it another one, Glenn Hyde Plumbing? You remember where that was? I no, no. You know where the uh, Black River Rafting uh, yes. business? Yes. Right yeah. in that building. Right. Okay. That's not Big, the major fire uh, during. I remember it. I was a young child, and my uncle worked there for fifty years. He's up throwing stuff out of the top floor doorway. There, he opened up a. My mother said to my father, you better get over there and get him the hell out of there. Right, you know? right. The flames are coming out the top roof there. Hmm. 
Hyde Plumbing. It used to be for a long time. And where was that? Right where the Black River Rafting Building is. And th- and yet they had a fire years later that, that we just talked about today. Where yes, they did. That yeah. was another big one. Yeah. And I'm the- talking late 60s, probably. Jeez. But I still remember. It was in the afternoon. Isn't that strange? Yeah, it is. You remember Tip- stuff that happened 50-some-odd years ago. Oh, it's just... Well, what do you think? You're, you're, you know, you like intrigue and suspense. What are your thoughts about the 20-year-old girl... That so, literally saw a man in a mask after he didn't. She didn't know at that point what she had what he had done. I'm talking about the Idaho murders. Yes. And I she froze, that. and everyone, well, Glenn, she's 20 years old. It's like, well, well, she, why did they wait eight <laughs> hours to call the cops? I, that's what I don't I don't understand. You know, when you call 911 right at that uh, incident. I mean, it, yeah, and wouldn't you also knock on the door to see if your friends are? I mean, there's so many questions there. Absolutely. And I think the guy did it. Oh, without a doubt. Not definite, but DNA is there. You know, uh, very. They stopped this dude twice on the highway for tailgating. Right, did right. You see that? Yeah, I did. And the look yeah. on his face, like, oh, I'm caught in front of my dad. I didn't want it to go know. down like this. One girl said the guy changed a uh, completely different individual than she remembered. He looked a little off to me on his picture. I hate judge people on a. I, you know, I think it comes down to you know. Here, here it is. I look at him, and he looks like a med student. He just looks like someone is in med school. He's going to be a doctor of some time, of yeah. some kind, and yet he's a diabolic maniac. He's a I'd sociopath. Like no motive. I haven't heard one yet. Oh, I, ha- I have. Uh, and there's a word for it. it I, and, and Jim mentioned it. it. It's a new word in that it's a guy that's a social loser, and basically is a loner and thinks to himself and kind of fantasizes about getting even. Uh, because he wasn't he was so, socially accepted uh, from women, from the opposite sex. That, that's the theory, at least. That he's got all the earmarks of a guy that would go in and, and, and see these two beautiful young co-eds having way, way too much fun. And he looks at them and says, they're the typical people that would reject me. And I'm going to make, uh, and, and I'm also into this whole, like, uh, you know, he, he, do you know that he actually interviewed the BTK killer? I know that's redundant. But the guy in Kansas... Well, the guy in Kansas says he never talked to the man. Oh, interesting. Okay, so then maybe so that's untrue. I don't untrue. know if that's a true story. And or maybe not. this I, is another lunatic. Yeah. Oh. You look at his uh, track record. Unbelievable. Vicious. Vicious man, and yet you look at him, and he looks like he's someone's grandfather. Yes. Uh, and just like the guy. A little off to me on his mugshot. I don't know. The golden. He looks like Dabney Coleman on crack, and the other uh, one. Uh, one other thing, Glenn. I watched a movie last night. I haven't seen it in years, but it scared the. Yeah. Uh, in Cold Blood. Yeah, awful. Chilling movie. Yeah. You stopped breathing yet? Oh, my God. The, the murder scene in that movie, I'm yeah. telling you. They did it in the actual murder house. They did. Why, and, and why did they do that? I have no idea. They, I mean, it's like, it's like doing a movie about, you know, a shooting. My God. And then going to that location to do this. I mean, it doesn't. But well, that's these the, guys are in jail. Apparently, one of them got uh, somebody in jail. Told this guy this uh, gentleman had money in Kansas. It was done in Holcomb, Kansas. I think 1959, hmm. and uh, he had no money in the house. They they took the house over about two in the morning. Right. They killed uh, the father, the son, the daughter, and the mother, who was very sick at the time. Right. Vicious. They didn't waste any time. They hung him. Yeah, Remember they did. Capote. Uh, 
interviewed these two guys. He wrote a book on it. So did Robert Blake One of the get... most chilling movies I've ever seen. It was done in black and white. Right, right, right. I'm sure you've seen it. Glenn. I have, I have. And uh, Richard Brooks directed, a very good director. So what do you think about Robert Blake? Was he nominated for that? Yes, he was. Did he win? 67 was a good year for movies. Uh, see, Heat, of the, Hand Luke. Heat of the Night. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner right. was on there. Rod Steiger in the Heat of the, Heat night, of the night, I believe, was 67. Right, right. I think he won the major Oscar there. Blake was nominated, but I don't think he won. He was in uh, Little Rascals in the 40s. People yeah. might see him on that. Yeah, he was in the MGM version, though. Yeah, not, 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 not the best. Yeah, no, no. He was not with the, the frog. Rascals. Froggy. But, uh, yeah. Good. Okay, Glenn, thank Cute you. Kid. Thanks, thanks. Thank it was a little uh, uh, going down memory lane there in many ways. Movies, this, that, the other thing. And now we have future uh, council person Jason Trainer. Jason, what's going on today? Hey, what's going on, Glenn? Actually, I had two calls uh, Saturday and Sunday. A lady from Dallas um, asked me if I had any questions, and she gave me more details why it's uh, hard for her to invest. Oh, in right. City. Yeah, right. I talked to her yesterday at length. Yeah, Trina. Mm -hmm. Nice lady. And, uh, yeah, she's very nice. We talked for about 30 minutes, and she had a lot of concerns about the city. Of, you know, what do they do with the investments that come inside the city? Right. I have lots of questions about those, too. Yeah. And also I talked to the landlord, uh, Bill, for about 20 minutes on right. uh, Sunday, and we talked for 20 minutes, and he told me the, the whole story about that woman that not only destroyed his place for $40,000 damage, but she also destroyed two other rental places. Right, right. Yeah, you know, and she's and, probably still out there. $40,000 worth of damage. What Jason's talking about is a young woman uh, associated with a, a famous family up here. She's trying to, I guess, work out the deal with the property there in J.B. Weiss Plaza that's gone into litigation because of a divorce. And I just told her, just look, there's like three or four guys that would just take that off your hands in a, in a second. So sell that off. Oh, no, we want to do this. No, you don't. We're going to build a club there. They're going to be dancing. No, you don't want to do that. We're going to do it for $340 a month, and people can live like, no, that's not going to happen. They're going to put holes in the wall. They're going to do it exactly what that woman just did. And I, that's not to, to characterize people with low-cost inco income uh, destroying homes, but it's just, why deal with that, Jason? Why? Why deal with that stuff? Well, well, the, the 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 one thing we need around this city is I understand that Dallas woman what she wants to do bring low affordable uh, housing inside the city because thousand dollars isn't isn't affordable when someone's living off SSI or SSDI and their rent keeps on going up it's just it's I, 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 Jason I'm with the, you I'm totally with items you they need yeah. I, I agree, I, I, but it's a fact of life, you know, life has gone up, it sucks. I, I don't even want to look at my, my electric bill, my, my heating bill anymore. And uh, I mean, I, I, I keep the heat down because I'm just, we, we have such an anxiety right now. Um, you know, people are worried, but, but the answer is not just like, you know, coming down in terms, right now the average cost of, a, of, of an apartment around here is a lot. It's a lot of money, it's a lot of money. And yet, you look at rents down in Syracuse. I just came from Pulaski. You can get a, you can rent a house down there for four hundred bucks. Messina probably less than that. 
but then you got to live in you got to live in Messina. <laughs> so I mean, well, there, there, you know, there's, well, there's a drawback. There's, there. there's answers we can look at, Glenn, and and on my website I updated seven focus points. I don't know if you checked out recently. No. But what to help my wife? I updated my website. I have so many more other uh, other ideas. But my message on your radio station right now is talk less, listen more. Oh, oh, you mean you're talking to me? No, no, me. Oh. Talking about everyone that, that's in power. All of us. We need to talk less and By the way, more. Jason, let me ask the question. Let me ask you, because I'm ignorant as hell about this. But last night, the, the long-haired man with the ponytail uh, had a dissertation in front of city council yesterday. What was that all about? Well, I'm not sure. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were like a regular there. Well, I am. I, I was I was under the weather, so I didn't go last night. Because I turned it. I mean, the, the notifications from Steve Weed uh, come on to me, and I, I get home. I, I you know I'm hanging out, and then I look down. Oh, here's city councils. Oh, I gotta watch this. This this gentleman has been. He's is a newcomer to the region. Uh, I call him Miss. Keep on trucking. And he's very intelligent. I love what he's saying. He's he's he wants uh, a senior center, and he explained why. Mm-hmm. But can anyone do that? Can anyone say, hey, I want to sit in front of council for 30 minutes and, and present my ideas to you? Can anyone do that? I'm and, not sure about that, Glenn. All I know is that if, when you get elected, then you have a voice. A person like me has a little voice. But when you get elected, you have the loudspeaker. You have the microphone. Right. Right. And, and for me, I'm just going to leave it at this. For me, I'm focused on a lot of things. Talk less, listen more. And also, let's fix our community. Right. Let's fix the issues because a call course isn't going to pay people's bills, isn't going to pay their rent, isn't going to help them financially. And it's not going to benefit all of us. So, so, Jason, let me ask, let me interrupt you. So, you have been a, uh, you, you are a Cliff Only uh, 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 supporter, is that correct? Um, oh, you were. Here, my, in the past, I was because some of the things that, Clips doing, I do not agree with. I will not support reckless spending. I will not support giving uh, good, giving rewards to bad behavior, like Midtown Powers. And I will not go out and put my vote to buy a golf course. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so you are officially, I mean, can we say that you are running for city council? You've got to go through a little more of a hoop. Yes, yes, I am. You know. Glenn, and and, I, and me and my wife dance. sat down many months ago, talked with Cliff. He had a meal together. Right. And and he sounded like he's going to do all these things. But a city got an office, <laughs> you know, I'm not for building a flagpole. Right. I'm not for the golf course because it doesn't benefit those people. That is suffering the most right. in my city, in our community. That's right. Well, Jason, we always love you calling in. I wish you well. There's going to be an incredible uh, campaign next year for two city council seats. We still don't know if Sarah Campo is going to stay or not. So uh, we look forward to the next uh, cycle, uh, Jason. But thanks for the call. Well, you, I gotta, you too, Glenn. I, thank you for your time. God thank bless. you very much. And you, God bless you as well. Jason is a good guy. He means well. He really does. All right. Uh, let's, you know what? This is a perfect time to do a break. No one's calling in. Let's do this. We'll be back after this. It's a new year, a new you. 558-5807. Yeah, call it now. Now, now, now. Hi, in the air. Hey, what's happening? Um, well, I don't know what's going on with you guys. Uh, well, I'm waiting for the big judgment tomorrow. That's exactly what I was about to say, actually. Right. Of course. 
Um, Donnie Bone. So yeah, I'll be patiently waiting for that news to break. Do you know when that's happening, Donnie? Well, like you said earlier, you know, court's usually in the morning. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know, like, they have, like, criminal law first thing, and that, or I think, and then after that, it's, like, civil, and then it's just traffic. I don't know. Maybe it might not be to the afternoon because it might be towards the end. Might. I don't know. Might. It's, it's, it's I mean, like, how long does a judge work? Do you think a judge works past three? Past three o'clock in the afternoon? Well, unless he's got to, yeah. you know, he's got to go golfing. No, nah, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, it should be like, you know, the end of, uh, I mentioned this the other day, trading places when they were getting the uh, the, farm, the crop report at the at the end. They waited for the patiently so, for, the, for the guy to put his glasses on. Is this, is this across, over at the state office building, the state the Supreme Court? I don't know. No, McCluskey? I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I guess it's in the state. Or is office. it the county? Uh, does anyone? Yeah, it's a good question. Is it city? Like I don't even know what courtroom is actually is. How many, and, know, and by the way, to. how many McCluskeys are there in, in the whole legal field in Northern New York over the last sixty years? That name is know, synonymous. The only Irish one. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, who's got it? Oh, it must be McCluskey. Well, who, well why, why do you say that? Because there's a ton of McCluskeys, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, we had McCluskey in the Egan's. We had him in the Shawcross. We have him now. Good, good family. They, they're very smart. They must have done very well in their SATs. God bless them all. But that's tomorrow. Big decision. If, and, and he's got to know. Everyone's paying attention to that. But, but from there... Well, yeah, what, I mean, it would be interesting to see how it goes. I mean... I think either way, either way it goes, it's going to be huge, I think. Huge. Huge, Tom. Huge. So, do you want to get your bet in? Does the injunction go in, or does... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to touch... Drop it? I'm not going to touch that with a 12-foot, 20-foot Come pole. on, what are you talking about? It's like, take a guess. Mm. I'm going to say the injunction is coming. All right, okay. So, is that good or bad? Um, I don't know. That's just the side that I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it, 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 if it, either way, I, I I don't know if it matters. Remember, Donnie, the vote the vote is in, right? I mean, the vote is in. Well, no, because now it's been brought before a judge. Well, I know. Right, but- the judge is going to review it. It's been brought to light now because the. Council so But my point is this: the judge might say, the "Well, votes and that's it." Yeah, but you, the, we can take them to court if we disagree. The judge might look at it like, "Well, you know, you guys did vote on this, so you know, you just." I you, mean, you, how can he though? I mean, the the price alone has got to be. Nah, I mean, a judge can't. A judge has to go. Like, for instance, if you spent too much money in a car. And you went to the judge. Jesus, I got ripped off. And I said, yeah, but you signed the dotted line. I can't. I can't do anything. You, you turn into, you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, 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 Jimmy Conway's character in Good. I can't do it. Can't, can't, can't do it. Can't do it. What I tell you, you shouldn't have signed it for crying out loud. But you did. I, here's my question, Donnie. And you, yeah. you would be good, insightful on this. And and and, and I know you're going to give me a good answer on this. If if the three in question here, and of course that's only Hickey and Ruggiero, if they had to make this decision all over again, what well, you know, knowing what they know now, would they would they make the same decision in your opinion? Yes. Okay. Why do you say that? I think as of up to today, <laughs> I mean, I who knows that that could change tomorrow. You know, if it comes down that there's an injunction, then they may be like, ugh. 
You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, because here's here's the thing, and I, you've heard me say that. And again, I'm not saying like the, destroy the deal altogether. I'm saying you know get an appraisal and, and 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 let's let's work this out. But they didn't. Right. And, and and the other reason why I bring this up, and I've been going over this, and some people look at it like, well, Glenn doesn't seem to care. I says, well, listen, I'm not these three people. I'm still trying to figure out how we were going to be. We were going to look at each and every deal. We were going to keep everyone in mind. And then all of a sudden, this just was just this thrusted on us. That's the question that I ask. That's all. You know, Lisa Ruggiero was clearly going to be the candidate, and still might be, to not only run for mayor, but win. And then right. another cycle so later, he, only would. But now it's like none of that's going to happen because everyone's pissed off about it. So that's why I ask well, you that here's question. here's the whole thing. When is... That's not her election's not up for two years, right? Yeah, no. Well, she just won last year. No, she's People got three more years. After four three more years. years. I'm telling you, I'm it's telling possible. You I'm telling you a year, it's possible. There's, there's going to be something else like right. SG. He, he's actually probably going to get his his dog park, like he's been saying. Yeah, but he because won't live why? here anymore. Him and Cliff are best friends. I don't know if they're right? best friends. They're good friends. Yeah, they're good friends. So I'm just saying, like, uh, it's it's like. You got to have your friend in there, and that's all it is, is. Is Jeff, the mayor, has all you know, all his friends, you know, all the guy Jeff in there. We just go to Jeff, right? You know, but now it's not majority. So if you're friends with Lisa, yeah. Patrick, or Cliff, you're golden right now. You can pretty much ask the city for anything, and they'll be like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's it's. And here's the other thing: Do you think Sarah Campo stays or goes? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh man! And you when know, does that decision have, have to be not, made? I've been talking to her. But I have not answered that question yet. So did uh, the did the legislature? You know, but I think what she said she, I think I heard seen something about she was getting pressured yeah. to to stay stay probably. on council. I don't know if that was what she said, but you know what? Wouldn't I surprise think, me. I think she goes. Hmm. Why? Um, now I don't know all fifteen of the legislators, right? But I would say that one of the majority of them be Republican. Yes, they are. You're absolutely right. So, but do they vote Republican? Because even though they're no, they do. But no one cares what the legislature does. Honestly, and I shouldn't say nobody cares. But she might want the power shift. Yeah, she just had a kid. She knows she's on a losing battle. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, would you want to drag yourself through that? I don't know. I don't know what ambitions Sarah has, but the world is her oyster. If, in my opinion, if she stays there. It's a, it's a lot more work. It's a lot more scrutiny. A lot of people call you up when the dog's neighbor's dog is barking. That you become a legislator, you're invisible. No one cares who you are. You don't show up the meetings. Sarah, I think. Uh, I'll be honest. I think Sarah is probably going to rise pretty high. She's probably um, going to maybe even surpass Mark as senator. Who even knows? Wow, geez. But that just Mark's going like to be president of the United States the way he's talking. No, I don't know. I could be wrong. You're right. She could stay, but. When I see Sarah and I see um, how she is, I think she's called for higher office, I think. Oh, I, I said that from the beginning. But at this juncture, if she leaves, she can't become mayor. I mean, she can, she can do whatever she wants as a, as, as a as, you know, member of the legislative branch. But if she leaves, then she can't seek what, what would, in my opinion, be almost a shoot. Now, again, we don't know what Jeff's going to do. Is he one and done? Is Millie pull him out of there? No moss, no more. I don't know. And again, these are public figures, so we talk like this. I don't mean to infringe. It's none of my business. But with all this going down, there was a time not too long ago, Donnie, you know this, 
where, you know, this whole referendum against Jeff Smith was like, oh, geez, Jeff Smith, whoa, boy. And now he's like, he's got the show. People love him. He comes on here. Can, can does I a give great my job. honest opinion of Jeff? Oh, but to, yes. Give you an honest and decorum at the same time. I know you're going to do no, that. No, this probably will shock people. But I like our mayor. Oh. Or it's not our mayor. Your mayor. I'm not in Yeah, you're not I even like living that. here. <laughs> I, think, I think overall he's really, really good but. at, like, procedure. Like, that's one thing I've noticed with him. When it comes to the acting of the role of mayor and all the procedures that he goes, he's really good at that. Hmm. Yeah, you know, he's a like smart I guy. can tell he he takes a lot of time, and you know, and yeah, he does. Even though we are off on a lot of issues, mm-hmm. um, he does take the time to speak with me, and, and I can he does. see that he is a genuine person. Yeah, and he took so, yeah, yeah he like took you under his wing too, which is great, which is awesome. Donnie, I gotta go. What? All right, no problem. All right, that's Bye. Donnie. 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 Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hi. I have a question. Yeah. Maybe the regular callers could answer it. Yeah. How did uh, PJ and Lundy, who were the worst, they have been the worst enemies for years. We don't know about worse, but... The, yeah. Uh, yeah. deal of the century. Inquiring minds want to know, does this not sound weird to anybody so maybe your regular callers can uh think about that and see how these two ended up uh making the million dollar i mean they were enemies at one point well i don't know about enemies i i don't think they were friendly to each other enemies is a strong word but i just don't think they they saw eye to eye on a lot of things they're good guys what's that because pj was always jealous of the watertown yeah, I will correct that. But how did these two end up in, in you know, yeah. as the old phrase goes, yeah. in bed together with yeah. the top deal? Uh, yeah, and how did how did Mary Magdalene and uh, and uh, the mouth from the south there? Uh, how did they uh, uh, get together? And how does one total opposite get together and marry someone completely different? It, things happen. Developers find a channel of opportunity. And they put they they put their personality differences aside. Bygones be bygones. That type of stuff. It's the only thing I could think of, ma'am. I really, it's, it's an opportunity. That makes sense. And developers don't turn down opportunities, regardless of relationships, if they're smart. And both of them are very smart. And that's that's okay. something that we all have. Yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. It does. Thank it, you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a guess. You know. Hi, you're in the air. What's going on? It's uh, Tim the Enchanter. It's talk. Uh, I think it's uh, when you boil it all down, it's money. Well, yeah, opportunity could equate to money. It's smart yeah, business. Well, I think that's why they're buddy buddies now. Mm-hmm. The opportunity uh, presented itself. Right. Right. And uh, the lawsuits played into the the part of it. Uh, you know, what's going to be fascinating is as uh, the three councilmen, they don't. Uh, it's going to come uh, come out to be whether they know. The, the law of the land and um, see if they put the cart before the horse here uh, what they what they did here it's going to be very interesting to see what he's got to say about that you know? so, wait wait so you're saying the judge is going to divulge or reveal something that you know is, is well he's uh, going to uh, say taking uh, taxpayers money right you can't use it this way oh I see what you're saying uh, you know kind of throw it out the window hmm 
for something that's uh, municipalities buy buy private businesses and land and, and buildings from private businesses and developers all the time, though, Tim. So well, this well, you, you you keep saying that you you keep uh, your mind keeps going back to individual sales or companies. Right. This is not what we're talking about. Hmm. This is talking about taxpayers' money that you're supposed to be a good steward with the money and watch out. And invest it in, in, in the best way that you can. If you are going to invest that, there was no wheeling dealings. You could have walked away with that place for probably, well, who knows? I, you know what? One point nine. That would have been. Yeah. Again, that deal. that's that. You know, who knows? McCluskey might say, "Look, you need an appraisal. That's all. I'm not going to interfere with the deal. The deal is a deal. If if the city wants to buy a golf course, but for taxpayers' purposes, you know, you should have had an appraisal. It might go in that direction, Tim. You, you're probably right on that. Yeah, yeah, uh, whatever, you know. But I, I kind of like these uh, types of things because you learn a lot through the process. Yeah, you do. Uh, That's a good point. And yeah. we learn a lot about our councilmen. Yeah. That they, they don't really care what the people were saying at the time. Like like you asked the question, will, it change, will they change their mind? Yeah. Now? They're not going to change their mind to, because they're... They think they know it, and they think they got the answers. And no, my question was a hypothetical, though. If you knew what you, you know, the response. Now, look, let's admit this, Tim. A Cliff only was a rock star about three, four months ago, and you know he he was you know he he was the guy that was arguing with the mayor. The whole word about you know Jeff Smith a referendum, pointing fingers like a bad uh, Mick Jagger bit with Jimmy Fallon, and point my fingers. Uh, contentious meetings, meetings until midnight. We're going to take over the city. We're, we're the three to two. And then this pops up and everything. You know how the, the pendulum swings both ways? Well, my goodness gracious, it's swing the other way. And I, well, ne- yeah, I didn't I see that coming. Well, like I said before, I was in his corner. I, I didn't see him in that light where, you know, just like Lisa lady said one time, you know, the power has gone to their head and they think that they're untouchable. But anyhow, about uh, I mess a little bit about these fires around Watertown. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was a kid about the uh, old train, the old uh, train depot. Yeah. By J.B. Weiss parking lot, that was a heck of a fire. Uh, really? White's lumber was another right, heck right, of a fire. Right. You know? um, so wait, wait. Let's so, go. Let's the White's lumber. Correct me if I'm wrong. Early '80s, and it was the same time that the Stone Street Church burned down. Yeah, I think it was. It might have been the same guy. Yeah. So what happened was this is the way I heard it because I did the research when I did the history video 23, 24 years ago now. That you're right. The same, I think it was a couple of guys. They wanted a diversion, so they started two fires: one at White's Lumber and the other at the Stone Street Church, and they robbed the jewelry store in the process. That's what I heard. That's what I remember. Do you yeah, remember? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. My my sister actually died in a horrific fire in Theresa, New York. Oh, that's awful. The fire department was, uh, you know, on one one block corner, and they were across the street, hmm. and. Uh, my sister died with her uh, six-month baby and her <sighs> husband in, in an apartment building there. No, no way to get out. What so. what year are you talking? Uh, what year? Uh, that was back in 70, 76, I think it was. And your your sister must have been really young. Yeah, she yeah she was she just just married. Yeah. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry to hear that, Tim. Jeep, it's creepy. Yeah, it, yeah. There was a lot of terrific, uh, horrific fires. I know. A guy on Bronson Street years ago, too, uh, he was in a wheelchair, and somebody came and took, a, you know, um, a kerosene jug mm. and went and filled it up with gas mm. and for their snowblower. And then somebody else came in mm. and took the 
kerosene jug and filled up the kerosene heater and sucker blew up. Oh. And uh, he so he thought there out. was kerosene in there, but it was gasoline instead. Yeah, they took a blue <sighs> jug, went to the gas station, filled it up with gasoline. Yeah, came and filled up their snowblower. Right, right. Put it out in the shed. Somebody else came right because it's blue. A couple oh. of days later, picked up the blue <sighs> kerosene jug, thinking that you know kerosene. Yeah. To put in the um, the uh, one of those um, yeah I know what you're right right and once they did that that sucker blew right oh up oh my god and, uh, Jeepers, the guy Jeepers. the guy died there in the you know they they do awful sad. they do these public service very, very they do these public service announcements all the time I see these new ones I think it's called eight one one in case you're digging up a hole somewhere in the middle of a farm field or something and that's great that's yeah, really yeah. good but they really should I, I, I your scenario. You know, the difference between blue, red, and yellow, and gases, and petroleum, uh, uh, that's, that's so important. I could, see do, I could see making that mistake. You know, you, you use it because you couldn't find the right one. You put gasoline in, the, in, in the, what's supposed right. to be carried, yeah. and then you leave it there, and someone else assumes. That's a lousy word. And it, and it costs yeah, them their life. Announcement, uh, announcement, again, we got the uh, support group there down to uh, Narco. Yeah. Afternoon at 3 o'clock for right. visually impaired or anybody that wants to show up and Learn about taking care of your eyes. Uh, Charles Messler, yeah. the eye doctor, will be doing a presentation there. It'll be snacks, some drinks. Awesome. And, and, and kind of funny, it was kind of funny, uh, Glenn, I was out to uh, Coles the other day, yeah. and I was making a joke yeah. about uh, all the Colts look alike. She started laughing. A lady came over, and she goes, I think you're funny. Yeah. And then she got talking to me, and yeah. she was blind in one eye. Hmm. And um, she said that she saw... A support group, and I invited her to it. And nice. she's got a rare eye disease. Hmm. Well, hopefully, she can come at the round table too. Right. Because there was a, a documentary done on her eyes. Really? So that's really. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. And her her first name's Kitty. Kitty. I was going to say, hey, were you on Gunsmoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. We'll see you, brother. So thank have you, my night. friend. There's that's Tim the Enchanter. Excellent call as always. Got to do a break. We'll be back after this. You've been hearing about. All right, welcome back. Uh, we've got about ten minutes left in today's show, thereabouts. Uh, so if you want to chime in, by all means, uh, you're welcome to do so. Lively calls. Um, memory Lane talking about fires at noontime. A little bit here, a little bit there, a little crazy stuff. He said, she said, whatever. Tomorrow, the big judgment day. So that's what we've been talking about. So uh, this is unrelated to our area, but this story extends back to an incident that happened down in Baldwinsville. Baldwinsville, back in October, Baldwinsville School Board approves, l- listen, look at this headline. Baldwinsville School Board uh, uh, approves hire of hearing officer. Next step, terminate superintendent. Now, you might remember this. The school district is hiring, like I said, a, a, a hearing officer, but their next step is to get rid of superintendent Jason Thompson, who at, at 48 years old is on paid leave. Since October 10th, three days after he was charged for driving drunk after he crowd-surfed at a homecoming football game at Baker High School, pled guilty in December to reduce charges of driving while ability impaired. The board at its meeting Monday said once a hearing officer has been selected, the hearing date will be secured. So it's almost like you know, they're, they're hiring a, the executioner, and then they're going to put this guy up on the... You know, we make mistakes... Drunk driving is, is very serious, especially for a high-profile person. I get it. I don't know. Well, you know, we had a, su- a famous superintendent up here years ago get a DWI. I don't, 
I don't think they. I don't think they fired him. You know, it was old school back then. I get it. But that's a big blow. That's a big blow for this guy. I mean, here it is. He's on top of the world. He's he's body surfing at his own school. I, I, bad judgment. Really, really bad. But in a way, I kind of feel sorry for him. I do. I mean, it's not like... Yeah, he, he could have been a danger out there. He could have killed someone, if not himself, driving. I get that. <sighs> what does that do to him? You know, this... Oh, you got to learn a lot. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. You know, there comes a time when your mom, your dad, or your teacher said, did you learn a lesson? I said, well, yeah, I'll never do that again. But I'll never be superintendent again either. So this is a lifelong lesson. This is, this is, I'm I'm never going to, I don't know. Will the guy rebound from this? You know, I've been put out. I wasn't put out for, for, for body surfing and drunk, you know, drunk driving. But it's emasculating. It really is. And it's, you know, it comes down to, it comes down to you. Was he a good superintendent? Did he get along with, was he a good administrator? Did he work hard? Did he get along with the other teachers? Is, is there a second chance? No, no second chance anymore. If he was a, you know, in another community, would they give him a second chance? You know, we all often hear about second chances. You know, that, that's what this whole revolving penal system's all about. You know, taking people out of out of jail because, well, you know, what good is a, is 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 a twenty five year old black man with 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 two kids sitting in a jail cell for twenty years? He's not doing anything. Might as well let him out. That's a second chance, right? You give a superintendent a second chance for having way too much fun at a homecoming game, drinking too much. It's just a question. Some people will say, no, it's an outrage. It's a bad bad example. So you think a bunch of fifteen year olds are going to say, well, the superintendent did it. I could do it too. I can drink. I can drink now. Is this going to teach a lot of kids the lesson? I'm not going to drink when I go to college now because what happened to my superintendent at a high school game? I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. Since I'm turning into Bill Barr now. You ever, ever watch Bill Barr? He's the bald guy. You know, he talks like this. What is it with this whole thing with blacks and whites, huh? Gets away with a lot. I guess he's like the whole past of comedians because he gets away with a lot. He says stuff that, that challenges. I like the guy. Don't get me wrong. And I like what he says, and I love freedom of speech. But being a comedian today is very, very difficult. But he, on the other hand, he's like, uh, he's the guy that gets away with a lot of stuff. So anyway, just a thought about the superintendent. 755-1240 is the number. Elise Stefanik's got something to say. She, uh, she was, uh, you know, she's third in, sh- third in line here. And now that uh, she's third in line for the Republicans with the House on her side, she's got something to say. Let's see if this record. Let's see if this sounds good. All right, for, for some reason, it's coming out one channel. I won't, I won't but anyway, uh, she is uh, speaking in front. Uh, she's at the podium there. Uh, a bunch of, you know, guys in blue ties behind her. They must be Republican. House Republican, according to uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, we're just getting started. Well, there you have it. First thing they're going to do, apparently, is to block the IRS from hiring 85,000 agents. The other thing about uh, President Joe Biden is down in Mexico. He was in Mexico City yesterday, and uh, which is about, what, five hours away from the border. I'm assuming at one point or another he's moving up the ranks. I haven't been paying attention to him, but I believe he's getting closer and closer to El Paso. I've never been to El Paso. Been to Texas twice in my life. Been to Dallas twice. Dallas, Texas. Been there twice. Nice city. 
But, uh, you know, they're saying, why doesn't he go to the border? You know, I, you know what, is, what is that going to mean? What is that going to get you? It's, it's painfully obvious what the Republicans are doing right now. I checked that. The Democrats are doing right now. Five million people. That's five million voters. And at least ten, maybe, two, maybe sooner. I talked to someone from Texas yesterday. In fact, it's the, uh, it's the developer that wants to spend money up here. I said, you watch. Next ten years, Texas is going to be blue. She says, no, no way. You know, that's the attitude. No, no, you can't mess with Texas. Yeah, just uh, go to Austin one day. You know, I see reports out of it. Go to any liberal epicenter of what should be a bastion of conservatism. You know, don't mess with Texas. The sovereign state. We're, the own, we're, the, we're our own state here. We're the one, you know, we, we do this. We do it different. Everything's big down here, boy. You know, that's how they talk. But you know what? You're run by Austin, Texas. That's a bastion of liberal thinking. And you watch. More and more, you know, Democratic voters come over that border in the next couple of years and beyond. Once Kamala Harris takes over, you watch. That's when the ship capsizes. And it's so funny how after 2016, and for that matter, after 2000, the Democrats wanted to get rid of the Electoral College. It doesn't represent America. We should go back to the popular vote. We should allow New York City and Los Angeles to determine who, who the next president is. Screw all the rest of the people. This is America, for crying out loud. We don't want people with hats that say, God bless America on it, and go to NASCAR races. They don't represent America. And then they realize, oh, wait a minute, we can win this with the Electoral College. All we have to do is capsize, you know, Arizona, Nevada, Ohio, North Carolina. Florida's a goner. All the conservatives are moving to one state. It's too hot down there. Texas, you watch. By the year 2030, the blue state. Last call of the day. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. I hate to call back in a second time, but you guys were talking about fires. Yeah, two for Tuesday. Do you remember a truck fire on Hancock Street in 2013? Was that your responsibility, Donnie? Yeah, that's yeah. I did. I lit a truck on fire. Yeah. Now, Donnie, I, I I love your transparency, and I knew I knew yeah. what you were talking because well, you Jim said he snorted coke the other day on the air. So why not? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I did admit to stealing two uh, uh, Richie Rich comics when I was 12 years old. So, you know, we're in the same boat. It's, it's confession day here with Donnie and Jim Lepp. Well, I mean, listen, I, I confessed to it when um, I was arrested to it, you know, so it was did you whatever. Go, yeah, I did it. Did you go to, yeah, you, you did. Know. It was a girlfriend, right? No, it was my ex-wife. It was um, oh, her whatever. boyfriend. Oh, okay. Oh, so you were, so she was, if you don't mind me asking, she was cheating on you? Yes, and we divorced. And your answer and, uh, was to... He was still um, <laughs> talking... Trash. Smacked me right. after um, 30 years, and I had enough was enough, and I took some gasoline, and I poured <laughs> it on the seat and lit it on fire, and 12 hours later, Detective Donnie, you arrested me. <laughs> and and you, went, you did some time, no? I did four months. It was my first time getting in trouble. I did four months in... Uh, uh, jail, right. and then I did uh, four years on probation, and paid all my fines and restitution. And you know that was almost ten years ago, this June. Have you ever seen that dude since? Yes, I ran into him at the mall a few years ago, and he left me speechless because when I walked past him, he said, "Hello, sir." Well, you know that's cool. He probably got his insurance <laughs> he never, money out he of never that deal. Never talked smack to me again. I mean, 
No, but financially, I got to go though, Donnie. Do that? No, I learned my lesson. That's right, Donnie. Great, great, good, good call once again, Donnie. Two for Tuesday. Got to go. It's uh, AM 1240 WA10 Watertown Mixes Legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York.